Yo, yo, everybody. Welcome to the Marcus Hall podcast, man. We here. I told y'all we was going to make it happen, man. So I'm, I'm going to get right to it, man. I have a special guest. Y'all seen the fly. I've seen it. I've been talking all day about it. I'm a little nervous at first, man, but I'm cool. Now we talked a little bit before we started. So, man, I got my good friend, man, my brother, man. Like we've been, we go back to eighth grade. We're going to talk about the eighth grade thing when I first met up, too. We're going to bring it up. But no further ado, man. We got the great Kendrick Perkins, man. Hey, hey, oh, what's up, boy? What's up, what's up, what's up? That got my partner right there. Hey, what you talking about? You a little nervous, man. We go. Hey, I know, man, but hey, man, just different. I want everything to go smooth, you know what I'm saying? I want no hiccups and everything like that. I want everything to be good because I've been waiting for this part. If you got my first podcast ever on YouTube, I told everybody, man, towards the end, I might have Kendrick Perkins on my podcast. I said, I'm going, I'm going to go in like two years, and it's here, dude. It happened like it's supposed to happen. Hey, listen, hey, 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 how man, they don't know, man. We go back like <laughs> flats on the Cadillac. They don't yes, understand. Eighth grade, middle school. They don't understand, man. We come from the same crib. Yeah. So while I was talking about the eighth grade thing, I'll never forget when I first met you, man. Like eighth grade, uh I went to MLK, you went to Oldham. So uh we was on like a, a three-game win streak. We had beat uh Austin with Jacko and CJ. You remember uh Jacko? And then we beat uh we beat, I think it was uh Bowie, we beat them. And then I think we beat uh it was Vincent with Rayburn. We had beat yeah. them. You know, and Big Ron was playing, and Big Ron was took yeah. me out that game. That dude, man, he, he shouldn't have been on there. So my coach said me, hey, this next game against Olam, you got a you got a, a good player. He's tall, he gonna he gonna give it to you. I was playing center. So I'm like, whatever, man. We we feeling ourselves with uh Eric Thomas, Jerry yeah. McAfee, John Joseph, yeah. uh Anthony Collins. We had like a little little team. So I'm like, I ain't worried about it. Yeah, was so, yeah, so when you came, so when you came, you walked in the gym. You had to duck, and when I seen you duck, I was like, "Oh man!" I would just, I would mess up the whole, the whole game. So we were playing. I, I scored, I scored like a good six points, look a little bit. You know what I'm saying, because I think you, you, you was a center, but you had uh, uh, Joe, uh, Joe Willer, right? Was playing power forward, I think. I did have Joe Willer. Yeah. So, so Joe was pretty much holding me. Then you switched yeah. on to me. So we running down, we running down the court, and I accidentally tripped you. And you fell, so people started laughing. You got up, you like, hey, you mother. Like you, I'm like, all right, yes, sir. So the whole game, I didn't do anything, but we won a game, I think, by two point, three point, whatever. And then I think y'all y- y- coached with a big white dude. I forget his name. Oh, yeah, Michael Lear. He was a cool yeah. dude, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, God, hey, God rest his soul, man. Yeah. Oh, I know he passed. Yeah, Coach Mac. Yep, yep. Oh man, because he 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 was a shooter at, uh, at uh, Ozan too. Yep, yep. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, you oh, know, Mac didn't pass. It was Coach Payne. I'm sorry, Coach. Okay, Mason, man. Got you, got you. Matter of fact, I'm gonna tell you a quick story. I'm glad you brought him up. I was working the Rockets and uh, Lakers game, man. <laughs> Mac, I heard somebody yelling from the stands, man. It was Coach <laughs> Mack. He a slim Coach Mack. Now nah, he lost so much weight. Really? Yeah, man. He looked good. Dang. So yeah, so man, we go. Like I said, we go way back, man. So it, it just. Like I said, I'm happy you're on here. So I'm I'm gonna kind of start this, the little topic of uh, growing hey, up in Beaumont, man. Hey, 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 hold, hold on, man. What's going on? Look, you can't be you can't be splitting the difference. I, I like your background back there, man. I, I'm loving everything about it. But look, I see you got your J's on one side, <laughs> you got your LBJs on on the other. Yeah, side. you got you can't you can't have them together like that. You got to split them up. So you caught in between. Yeah, yeah. So, 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 matter of fact, I was just telling you earlier. We we had a discussion. We're gonna we're gonna start like this. I was hands down, no question about it. MJ is the goat. I don't care. Nobody say I ain't arguing you down. But I just heard you earlier on the uh, Sheed and Bonzi Wells. So Rasheed Wallace and Bonzi Wells have a a, a podcast uh, called um, uh, Let's Get Technical. So you guys check them out. It's a it's a dope little podcast. But you broke it down about LeBron James why he's your goat. And you didn't shift me all the way over to I'm LeBron James. That's the goal for me too, man. I, I love them already, but I was I was talking about the championships, like the doggers. Jordan had a dog in them like that, and on, on person had a left right now. It's Westbrook. But the way you broke it down about how the, the most pressure, like there's no kid ever will be like this. We got Zion, but it won't be the same. Come on, out of high school, the pressure on him, heist, and like you said, to this day he's still hooping. Right, and, and see, and see, that's what that's where it comes into play. And this is what I be trying to tell people. Like, you know, it's no knock on Jordan because, like, I'm I'm messing with you about your shoes, but my shoe collection is the same. Like, yeah, the majority of my closet is full of J's. Like, 
at the end of the day, man, that's what we was brought up on. Yeah. We were brought up on Jordans, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Jay, so now when I bring my kids, my boys to, to the mall, they buy Kyrie's. Yeah, and Harden's. I don't see these Jays sitting up here. But <laughs> see, what people got to understand, man, it, it, it's different, man, and it's okay to pass the torch. And like I said before, I can't be mad at the next man if he yeah. think MJ is the GOAT. I can't be mad at the older school guys if they think Kareem is their goat. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because some people like to drink 1942. Yeah. Some people like to drink Hennessy. <laughs> Other people like to drink uh, Peach Syrah. You can't knock it. You can't knock it. Yeah, but yeah. The thing on the LeBron conversation, man, is that when you look at Braun, like the expectations that he had on him since the age of 16, yeah. right? We talking about the age of 16, they labeled him as the chosen one. Think about that. The chosen one. Oh, yeah. Back in the day right there. But yeah, 16, though, Marcus, think about it, my G. He had the pressure on him as the chosen one. Now, he was the first guy ever, first hooper ever, to ever have a national televised game on ESPN. Crazy. He started that trend. And guess what? You remember we was in high school? We all watched that game. Yeah, you told us about it. Like we know the dude was. You said they do in Ohio is coming. Hooper, like whatever. Cause we thought we thinking that you the you the you the best out of everybody. But when you said his name, we watched. I was like, dang. Hey, and did he disappoint us? No, still so, not. Like, he had pressure on him at that time. And what I'm saying is, is that you know coming in, you had guys that were on recording, like you know Ricky Davis. You know, you yeah. had guys like. OG guys in the league that was like, man, Bron ain't LeBron James ain't coming in here with that. This grown, these are grown men. Day one for 17 straight years, this man has dominated the game and has lived up past expectations. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like he went from a a a private E to a a (laughs) major. You know what I'm saying? For real, yeah. He, he, He transitioned. Through all those steps. And, you know, like, if you're in the Army, man, it's about 12 steps before you get to that. Yeah. Like that. And he did that. And not one person in this world could say that LeBron James is an underachiever. You know nah. what I'm saying? Like, and that's when I'm like, man, he's doing this for a long time, and he's still doing it. Here I mean, I off the court, too, though. I know. But on the court, here it is. I'm retired. I done moved into my second career. And he's still going straight <laughs> for the MVP this year. You know Crazy. what I'm So I'm just like, I look at it like that, and then I go back and I look at his career. I'm like, he's probably going to finish all time in points. Like he, So you, you think he's going to get it? I mean, he only got 4,000 points to catch Kareem. Like, and at the yeah. rate he's scoring, that's, that's nothing for him. Like, he for sure got another three years in him if he's – Yeah, yeah. Right, so I'm looking at that, I'm like, He's going to finish top five in assists. He's going to finish with 10,000 rebounds. Mm-hmm. So think about this stat line. He's going to finish with 30,000-plus points, 10,000-plus rebounds, 10,000-plus assists. And on top of that, man, we know how hard it is to win a basketball game, right? Right. A lot of guys haven't even made it to the playoffs in their career. LeBron James has spun over 50% of his that is crazy in the finals. That's crazy in the finals. So, like, I'm thinking about this, and I'm like, man, like, I understand, like, he went three and six, but think about this, though, right? Well, he only had one bad finals against the Mavericks. Okay, cool. That's one, yeah. He had one bad finals, but think about all the other finals that all the other finals that he dominated, right? Yeah, he dominated. He dominated in in 2015, averaging 36, 14, and 12, although they lost. Like, what else you wanted him to do? And that's and then he had nobody else. My point exactly. In 2017, he averaged 33, 11, and 12 against KD them, who's arguably one of the greatest teams of all time. And like I said before, to top it off, think about this though. Think about this, little bro. He went from he went from Cleveland to Miami. And like I said this plenty of times, 
Dan Gilbert wrote a letter about him. Man. Called him everything under the sun. Called him, called him a Benedict Arnold. I don't know no other superstar that would have went back to a franchise after an owner killed him like that, right? And won. Braun said, you know what? I don't even have to talk to this dude. I'm going to go back. I'm going to do it for the city of Cleveland, my state of Ohio, and all the Cleveland Cavalier fans, and I'm going to go deliver a championship. He did that. He did that in great fashion. You feel me? Mm -hmm. He beat a 73-9 and Warriors team, arguably another one of the greatest teams. It was. They won 73 games that year. So. And guess what else he did, huh? He came back from being down three. Never been done. Never been done. The greatest comeback in NBA history was, guess what? It made it the greatest champion, one of the greatest championships in sports history. So I'm like, I'm looking at his body of work. I'm like, man, what else do this man got to do? And that's why I hate when they say, Oh, Joy once he went to the uh, championship six times and won Finals MVP, and he's six for six. Okay, cool. But he also had the greatest number two, Scotty <laughs> Pippen. But yeah, that is wrong, But the, the last thing is, is this: championships in the NBA or team sports shouldn't hurt uh, a player legacy mm-hmm. because this is not an individual sport like boxing or, or, or tennis or golf where you need those titles right. to, to submit you. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, that's all. I mean, you know, people could choose their goat and roll with MJ. I'm not mad at that. Right. They, they told me they goat. I'm not mad at that. Now, if you get outrageous and say somebody like Carl Malone, <laughs> but, you know, I can't knock any of those greats, man. Yeah, so that, those are top three right there. Jordan, Kobe, and uh, LeBron, man. They, they uh, up there. So I wanted to ask you too. So what do you think? What do you think? Because I I said on another podcast a couple of weeks ago, I was like, "There is no chance the NBA was coming back. There is no chance." I'm totally wrong, man. It's on its way back, and like, like I want you to talk about that. But also, who's your who's your who's your top uh your top two picks of, like the Eastern Conference and the Western Conference? You think will play in that uh to, to take it all? Well, well, here it is. First of all, one thing I know is that. We have the best commissioner in sports in Adam Silver, right? Man. Like the football, the the NFL tried to steal him from us. That's how great he is. Wow. And he was like, no, nah, you ain't going nowhere. Since Adam Silver has took over, think about all the things that he's done. He's a he's a player's commissioner. Before he took over, we was told that we had to wear suits to the game. Right, right. Now, all of a sudden, you see Fashion Week in the NBA, guys coming in, swagged up, all type of stuff. You know what I'm like saying? Like going to Paris and stuff for fashion shows, all like, that. And then think about how he handled, you know, the racism with the other Clippers on. Right. Like, he addressed that on the numbers, like the numbers on the house. You know what I'm saying? Like, nah, we're going to get you up out of here. Like, nah, right. I'm with the players. So my thing is, it was great to see how Adam Silver – and the NBA was communicating with Michelle Roberts, Chris Paul, and the Players Association to to get a feel on how the players were feeling, and the players want to hoop. Right. The only one to get back. So I love it. So I'm like, okay, they rocking. I, I never, for once, I never doubted that this season was at an end. Like, wow. I still this, this late, though? You never thought it? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Wow. I didn't know how long we had to wait. But I, I knew this season was gonna finish out, man. It it, it was just it's too much money involved. Um, once the world and certain states start opening back up, I was like, oh, that's all we need. Yeah, I think LA is the only one right now. It's kind of slowly the last one's opening up. So yeah, I, guess, I mean they taking baby steps. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So do, so you agree with the uh like the like the summer league style? Like that's all you pretty much could do anyway, but. How, how are they gonna play with no fans in there? You can't really get because sometimes you play, you get hyped out, out the out the fans, like their their motion and everything like that. But now you gotta play probably like like practice pretty much, you know. Nah, I agree. And and see, this is this is where I had a problem at because I was like, there's no way you could play without fans. But as time went on, we all was like, man, we need some type of entertainment. Like I don't know about you, but you know, I was going through withdrawals, not having. For real. 
basketball. You know what I'm saying? I'm addicted to basketball. Right. You know what I mean? It's for real. And and I was going through it, and I'm like, okay. So when I seen the first couple of times UFC tried it, and they did it without no fans, I was like, okay, this could happen. Yeah, you know? yeah. Make this happen. But you're right, though, man. Fans, it's a reason that you fight for home court advantage. Right. Fans win you basketball games. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, they win you basketball games. That's point blank, period. Like, you know, you could you could be at home and be down 25 points. Right. And, and, and the fans will rally you back. Mm. But with that being said, I think this is why whoever win this championship, it might be one of the greatest championships in NBA history. Wow. The first thing come to mind is adversity. Okay. You know what I'm saying? When you when you trying to win a ring and you trying to go get that hardware, you got to go through adversity. Yeah. What, what's more adversity than this time? My point exactly. Dealing with a pandemic, having to go to a bubble site, having to play with no fans. Shit, this about to question your hunger, your fight, your mental toughness, where your love for the game at. So yeah. whoever hold up that trophy, man, it's gonna be like it, it's no question mark. It's an explanation mark. Yeah, some some people somebody gonna put an asterisk by it, but like nah, okay. how you talking? Nah, nah, nah. Because of the challenge, like gotcha. like think about it. All you is no fans, so you got to lock in. You 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 know you going through a pandemic. Just the whole circumstances, like the world is, it, everything is different. So it's yeah. a challenge in itself. You got to you know? focus, man. You got to yeah. really focus. Yes, yes. So, so who who you who you got who you I say who you got the final four? Top two East, top two West. Man, top two East. I got to roll with. I like the Celtics in Toronto coming out Me. of uh, your yeah, top two things. No bucks, no bucks. No, I'm not sold on the bucks. I'm not sold. Oh. On the bucks. I'm not sold on the bucks. I think uh the Celtics and I think the Celtics and Toronto got better overall. Got. They both have a better overall team, and they got a deeper roster than the Milwaukee Bucks. Like, gotcha. you know, when you look at Toronto, man, they're really deep, man, and they're they're well coached. They have one of the best coaches in the game. It really they, is. And and I just I'm not sold on Chris Middleton. Like, okay, I like him, but I don't love him. You know. Yeah. And and when I'm looking out west, this will get tricky because <laughs> it's like. I would be dumb not to say the Lakers and I would be dumb not to say the Lakers and the Clippers, but I can't, I can't knock the Rockets dog. Right. Like I, I just can't. And then James then lost 20 pounds. Looks so, good, man. Oh, so he's locked in. But the small ball, you think it's on it'll work right now though? I mean, listen, when you got Two former MVPs that are still in their prime, and Russell Westbrook and James Harden, two yeah. guys that are capable for go- of going for fifty. You can't count them out. Yeah. But at the end of the day, in the playoffs, you have your role players that step up, but that's when your superstars who get paid the big yeah. they'll rise to the occasion. And we, both, I like that. We both know James and Russ; they battle tested. I went to the finals with them, so. Right. You know, and now they're in their prime still, man. It, I mean, it's going to be hard. I, I don't have a, a just a, a, a clear-cut two-pick. Yeah. I'm the but I'm going to say the Lakers, Clippers, and the Rockets, man. I yeah, because the, the Rockets, hey, Rockets, they played well against the Clippers, too, though. They played well. They, they beat them a couple times this, this year, too. Yeah, they played so, well against the Lakers. Yeah. And you, you don't know what, uh, what Paul George is going to be yet, either. If Paul George was that guy, that, that killer, I would say a little, little bit, yeah. But they're not big either, though. They got they got Zubak back there. But other than that, they're not really a big team either. So that's a good matchup with them, though. A great matchup. And then they force you to play their style. Yeah. So uh, we're going to go now to your boy. Uh, the uh, other thing that you convinced me, which I was like at first, like, what? The James Harden and the Steph Curry thing. I was like, Perk, really? I keep pushing it now. Ain't no way he's better. But if you look at it, the whole what got me is, Perk, is if you put James Harden on that, Warriors team, it's pretty much the same thing to me, but uh, or a little more. You, mm-hmm. you put Steph Curry on the Rockets team, it's pretty much to me the same thing. Like, and then also Steph Curry hands down the greatest shooter ever, whoever played the game. I give him that. That's but fair. all the other things, J- 
James Harden is that guy, man. Come on, six men off the off the OKC. I was like, oh, he ain't gonna do nothing. But he went to the Rockets. As soon as he got on, on the Rockets team, he took off, man. He, yeah. he should he should have easily three MVPs right now. Yeah, like we we can make the case that since he's been on the Rockets, that every year for about eight or nine years, he could have won the MVP award. Like, yeah. think about it, man. When he got traded, there, he made the Rockets relevant. But first, yeah, let me, let me start off by saying this. You know, both of these players are future Hall of Famers, mm-hmm. Steph Curry and James Harden. Mm-hmm. Steph Curry, you're right, is going to go down as the greatest shooter of all time. I'm not knocking that. And when the question was asked who was the better player, and I said James Harden, the question wasn't who had the better career. Right, right, right. Steph got three titles, but he also played on a better team. Like, yes, Steph got two MVPs. James got one. You know what I'm saying? But James, we all know James should have had more than one. Easy. Every 36. Even his, yeah, even his MVP season where he averaged 36. Think about this. He had that one season, I think, in in, in 2016, when they moved, when he first moved to the point guard position, he averaged 29 points, 11 assists, led the league in assists, and he averaged eight rebounds. Like, you know what I'm saying? And he's been he's been right there every time. I mean, right? Like, just think about this. The Warriors signed KD, right? Mm-hmm. The Warriors, we already knew they was going to win it. The Rockets couldn't ma- – no one could match up with that team, man. Like, you didn't have enough star power to match up with that team, period. Yeah. Like at four, it was starting four all all stars, yeah. So like when you think about James Harden, man, and what he brought to the table, like when the second team that came to mind right after Golden State was the Rockets. Mm-hmm. It was because of the play of James Harden. Mm-hmm. And and like I said before, it's no knock on Steph. And people's like, oh, James is a bigger guard. Steph is six three. James is six five. Right, just two inches. James is a better facilitator. James is a better rebounder. And then on top of that, guess what? Man, James got four 50-point triple doubles. <laughs> like, like, think about that, dog. Like, it's hard to get 50 points by itself, but to have 50, 12, and 12. And That's then, crazy. Then, 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 Marcus, think about this, Hall. He has one. He's sitting alone in NBA history by himself. He has one 60-point triple-double. Crazy, man. So you you tell me who's the better all-around player. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Like I said, man, I'm with you all the way because he's a more athletic guard, too. You know what I'm saying? He don't get injured. You know, Steph, he's an injury-prone guy. James stay healthy, man. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with that. those two things with LeBron's go and this one. Do you convince me? I'm like, wow, I could I can't argue with that, man. And you so, know, you know, it's bad though. Let me let me go back to the goat thing, right? Check this out. So ESPN, who I work for, they put out a poll. <laughs> they put out a poll and say, right after, first of all, 60 million people watched the last dance. Yeah, so, most viewed. Right, this was the only thing on television. Twelve hours later, you put out a poll and asked who's the goat after the. <laughs> after the like that's not fair. Like, come yeah. on, that's the only thing. we just we just damn near convinced sixty million people why Jordan the goat. Okay, so my thing is let the Lakers win the championship this year, mm-hmm. right? Let the Lakers win the championship this year, and then let me put out a poll twelve hours later. After Braun then win the championship and he won the finals MVP, let me ask who's the GOAT, right? The percentages are gonna go his way. Guaranteed. Yeah. Guaranteed. So we got we got one person that says uh hold on, wait, where is it at? He said, Why hasn't James Hart won the ring? That's easy. They ain't no team. Like I said before, you put James Hart on that Warriors team, same thing. You put Steph Curry on the Rockets team, right? Same team, he don't win either. I mean, here we here we go about, like I said before, earlier in the show, basketball is not an individual sport. Like, 
We keep talking about rings, but you could do your part and just not have the pieces around you. Yeah. Like James Harden and Chris Paul wasn't enough with Eric Gordon. It just wasn't enough to beat Steph Curry, Draymond Green, uh, who's the defensive player of the year, four-time All-Star, Clay Thompson, who's a guy that I, right now I'm taking over Reggie Miller because their resume is the same. Wow. And then we got Kevin Durant. Who's when healthy? Who's arguably the great, the best player in the world, right there with LeBron James? Is not better. Who's the best? By the way, they were set. The Warriors were seventy three and nine. Crazy. And Kevin Durant. Kevin. Durant, <laughs> when people realize that Kevin Durant is the best scorer ever in NBA history, like he is nothing. He's he could do. He's going to go down. As the best score ever. And you add that to a 73 and 9 team, and then you have the nerve to ask a question on why James Harden don't have a ring. Like that's come on, crazy. Man. Easy. So I'm gonna switch up a little bit. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go here, man. I'm gonna go here. Um, the love that you have um for your 08 Celtics uh teammates. Like you guys got a bond to this day. You guys are super close, man. I but my, one of my favorite episodes on TNT was when you guys came on uh on tickets uh show. You it was you uh 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 Paul Pierce Rondo and I, I think Doc did like a little uh, interview from the TV. But one but one thing you said though the people I loved how you said uh Kenny Smith had brought a bomber Texas. You talking about the barber shop and you said you be you be coming bomber a lot and he said hey hey hey, hey man quit, quit all that. I love that, dude. That was that was super dope, man. But I just want to kind of talk about you guys, the love you have for your teammates, man. Oh, 18, you guys got a big bond, man. Yeah, man, it's it's huge, man. And and you know, KG is like a KG is a big brother to me. Paul is a big brother to me. Me and Rondo are real tight. Um, you know, I talk to KG like every day, man. And and that chemistry, that bond that we built together. Uh, not only in 08, but the, the four, the, the three, three years that we were rocking together. Um, you know, we were there, man. We went through a lot of battles. Yeah. Um, we had to go through a lot of adversity. You know, we was, we was on a big stage with one of the greatest rivals of all time, Lakers Celtics, and, and going against one of the greatest of all times and Kobe Bryant, man, God rest his soul. So yeah, think about the bond that we had on and off the court. You know, uh, man, we was a real brotherhood, man. And, and that's why it hurts my heart right now that Ray is not part of that. Yeah. Uh, you know, whatever beef that they got, I hope it, it you know, time heal wounds, you know, because, like, man, we were connected in a way that is crazy to me. And and I just hope that they get over it. But, man, that Celtic, that Celtic, my eight and a half years with the Boston Celtics was – that was my best years yeah. in the NBA. Like, if if I could go back to one season, it would be 08. And it's not because of the championship. It's because, man, not only were we kicking people asses, dog. Easily. But, like, man, we had so much fun off the court, dog. We were always together. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> it's like that, man. <laughs> like that, man. Hey, I had to show him. I had to show him, man. Oh, my boy, man, Cedric Maxwell, Cornbread. Hey, he was he was hoping I didn't break that. He was like, <laughs> but uh, nah, man, that bond especially still carries on to this day. Uh, you know, we just got a brotherhood. You know, um, we we fight, <laughs> we fight like anybody else, but we talk it out. Uh, at the end of the day, man, we all grown men now, but we still keep a tight niche. And, and Doc do a great job of yeah. holding everybody together, man. Doc is the the centerpiece of that, man, and he's our brother for life. Doc did a great job of of making us believe that we could get it done, and he was he did a great job from the from the start of actually building that family and that brotherhood foundation. Yeah. Cause I I, I kind of argue people in the barbershop, these younger generation guys, because they try when they talk when I talk about you, man, they like man, he ain't do, they don't realize in high school. I tell you from all the time in high school, Perk was that guy. When he got on Celtics, he had to play his role pretty much. You know, he had three three Hall of Famers on his team. 
So you got to play his role. But I say, hey, dude, if I, I, I'm trying to get some tapes from uh, different people so I can do a highlight reel for them. You know, I do a little video editing. I'm going to do it so these guys can see. Like, you you wasn't, like, you wasn't no little pushover. But they don't see. They just see the NBA perk. They don't see where you came from. You didn't go to college either. I tell people all the time, you went right out of high school. He did? I'm like, yeah. You don't know your history. You know what I'm saying? So I tell them all the time, you was, a, you was the number one player in high school for a while. And then, you know, the, the other guy came along, you know, named hey. LeBron James, you know, so. Hey, how they don't know no better, man. Like them old people say, you got to say, God bless their heart, man. But, you know, you when you talk about, you know, my high school career, man, I mean, I mean, it's arguably like I, I might be the best high school player to ever come out of Texas. Yeah. I mean, you look at my numbers, you look at my resume. I mean, we went, we won, what, 90, 96 and three in three years. You know what I'm saying? My senior year, I averaged 29, 14, and eight. I mean, you tell me who was doing better numbers than that. But then when you get to the NBA, tell them to go check the big games when they matter. Right. And tell them go pull up game seven against the Hawks in 2008. Tell yeah. them to pull up game five against the Detroit Pistons. Go tell them to pull up them numbers. Go pull, go pull up some numbers in 2009, man, when I had 19, 18, and eight blocks. <laughs> game five. See, people don't understand, though, how, man, I was on my way really to almost making an all-star game. In man, that was stupid. Art Harford, man. Harford beat me out by one vote, man, and, and, and it hurt me. But, hey, man, you know, things that's known not to be said. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. they, don't, they don't get it. You know, some people some people just don't know no better, man. But that's the kids. That's their younger generation. And they get caught up in, you know, when I got to Oklahoma City. But, shit, when I got to Oklahoma City, I had three guys out of 97 shot attempts. They was taking 80 yeah, all of them. All of them. <laughs> so, I mean, it's all good, man. You know, it's just that younger generation where they don't they don't appreciate. Um, and, I, and I tell this because I coach my uh, son's team, man, that everyone has a role. Yeah. You have to be a star in your role. And, like, one of my favorite players in the league is Draymond Green. Wow. And you know why? Because he's everything that I want in a basketball player. And people gotcha. don't understand it because it's beyond the stat sheet. Yeah. You know, a guy like Marcus Smart is beyond the stat sheet. But he's the heart and soul of the Boston Celtics. Yeah, Jason Tatum get all the shine. Jalen Brown, Kimball Walker. Yeah, they put up all the points. But if you watch a guy who's out there making it happen and doing all the little things, getting the steals, the rebounds, the deflections, Guarding the guy best player night in and night out. Right. Marcus Smart. And you could go ask Brad Stevens, who's the heart and soul. <laughs> Marcus Easy. Smart. Yeah. And same for Draymond, too. He's the heart and soul of that team, man. Yeah. So, yeah. So I'm going I'm to I'm I'm kind of go back a little bit. Um, I, I was going to kind of start with you. I'm going to kind of go back there now. Like growing up in Beaumont, Texas, where we both from, born and raised in Beaumont, Texas. I want you, I'm gonna, I want you to kind of uh, talk about um, uh, how special – your uh your grand your grandparents was uh, uh as you was growing up man like your 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 uh your grandma and your grandpa how special they was growing up man listen man those two right there first of all man that's that's who made me who into the man that I am today as you know man I lost my I lost my <clears throat> I lost my mom when I was five yeah uh, murder she was killed by a best friend. And you know, my dad moved on, man, to to New Zealand, who's a who's in the Hall of Fame at Lamar University down there where we from. But you know, my my grandparents, man, they 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 mean and meant everything to me. Yeah. Uh, my grandfather was my best man in my wedding. Uh, you know, we didn't have much all growing up. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? The house we grew up in, he built that house. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like he literally built that house and that's what we did, man. And they were my motivation to yeah. be a lot of people don't know. Like that that was that was my whole thing. I was up for adoption when my man. mom man, they took me in. So my whole thing was was that once I started playing basketball and it started, I started reading stuff that I could possibly get to the league and I started seeing scouts come to my game. I was extra motivated because my thing was was that I gotta get my grandparents out of this situation. 
Yeah. The first thing I done when I got paid with my first check was that I bought them a house. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because that's, I felt like I owed them that and more. You know what I mean? My grandpa passed away, you know, about four years ago, man. But he was yeah, I was close, man. That was real close. But he was suffering, man. Alzheimer's, dementia. And he had went down. And, I, and, and you know, to be honest, he in a better place because the way he was suffering, man, I didn't like it. It hurted me to see him like that. Right, right. Man, that he is. But my grandmother, she's 86, still going strong. Wow. You know, she got mad at me the other day because I had to take <laughs> her keys from her. from the man. car. Still trying to drive, huh? Yeah, man, and I, and I, I was, I kind of let it go on too long, man. And after the, after the fourth brick with by herself, yeah. bitch, I had to take the keys. So she a little mad at me right now, but she, get <laughs> <laughs> over. But nah, man, you know they meant the world to me. They mean the world to me, man. Mm -hmm. so, you know they raised me into the church. You yep. know, altar boy for about seven years at our mother mercy. Yeah. Me, they kept me on a straight paddle, man, and, and I just love them, man. So they made me who I am today. And I was going to talk to you too, uh, also about your uh, your family, man. Uh, you 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 got you got your wife, and you got your uh, two boys, and you got twins too, man. I haven't met them yet, but I I, I know I will soon. I'll be I'll be able to meet them and everything. But you got a, a beautiful family, man. They all pretty much look like you, man. So uh, and you and you and you got a special. You got you always got to have a special woman on your side too. And kind of hold you down too, man. She, I know she ride for you for for life, man. So yeah, man. It's, it's it's real cool. That's baby right there, man. You know, she, me and Van, me and Van been rocking since the eleventh grade, dog. So yeah, I remember them days, though. They don't know about that. Yeah, well, I've been was sneaking off to Port Arthur, man. So <laughs> she been rocking with me for a while, man. Before I had anything, dog, and she's the backbone of our family. Mm. Uh, you know, obviously, man, we got. Four beautiful kids, twins driving me crazy. <laughs> I, got, I got, I got, you know, one son who's who's my oldest right there, a little kid on the side of me, man. He's twelve years old, man. He he book smart. He's starting to finally get into basketball. Yeah, I got Kingston right there, man. He's eight years old. He's not your normal size eight year old. <laughs> He's a beast, man. On the football field, he played running back. Great athlete. You know, basketball, he he got the complete package. And I got my twins, dog. So we was trying for a girl. And at first she told me, she was like, look, we got us a girl. There's one in there. I'm like, okay, cool. Like a week later, I'm on the road. I get a call from her. She like, came back from the doctor. And they, they said it's another baby up. And I said, dude, what? Yeah. But it's a blessing because that's Carter. So man, Carter and Zoe, man, he he's a fun kid. Yeah, and, and, and he sparks up the family. So man, I can't lie, man, I'm blessed. That's yeah, keep me grounded, man. Keep me, you know, out of trouble, and that's why I do it for. That's yeah. why I, I don't rap jewelry hall. Never, we never do. Yeah, they bought this for me for uh for Father's Day last Father's Day, and it's a picture of all them up in there, man. So that's dope. Just rocking like that all the time. So man, I only, I only had one problem with the family, man. I don't like when they be doing you like this, though, man. They be planning around you and stuff, man. I can't even get sleep <laughs> You can't even get no rest, dog. I, I was trying to find the other one. Uh, I think it was a couple of years ago with your uh middle son. He had the water and stuff on you. Yeah, I was like, come on, man. They play too much, but I told them, see, I don't play with the water, the water stuff, man, because I don't bother people while they sleep. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm the, but I'm the type, if I want to get even, I'm going to take some milk and put it in the garage and let it start <laughs> and go get it back. See, I don't like the play like because I don't play fat. Yeah, that's how we do, man. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, man. So that's 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 how we grew up, man. We gotta take care of our family, man. That's how we how we were. But I'm gonna bring up one more thing, man. That I'm kind of worried about right now, man. Oh, it's, uh, it's uh, it's the it's the boys, man. What we gonna do hey, with Dak, hey, man? Hey, hey, listen. We don't have to be worried. What we worried about? I listen, don't know. Right now on paper, we got the best team. I, I tell you, we what, do. Look. I was disappointed in Jerry Jones last year, but I tell you what, man, the way that he handled the draft. That was he, dope. Oh, man, we won big time in the draft. Yeah. We signed some good free agents. And look, 
this on deck, man. If you know, it's a listen. I can understand people trying to, you know, I'm all in for players, man, getting their money, yeah, medicine, securing their future. But I'm just saying that it's a, you know, man, come on, man. We talking about 33 million fighting for 38 million. I can understand if it was a 10 or 15 a year million dollar separation. Come on, Dak, you got to meet us somewhere in the middle, big Because yeah. if you get that, you you say you get that 33, 34, and you win Super Bowl, they're going to have to pay you some more anyway. Go ahead and win the Super Bowl. I'm just saying, and, and look, you every Sunday, you playing for the greatest show on the greatest show. Greatest, on show. Earth. greatest show on earth, man. We better than the circus. <laughs> Easy. We ain't won, we ain't won since 95, and we still in the American scene. I don't care what nobody say. We're American scene, because guess what? Either you turning on the TV to watch us win and you're a Cowboys fan or you're a, a hater because you want to see us lose. Always. But you can talk about us on the internet. So we're the greatest show on earth. And I and I, I have a thing. I seen a thing about LeBron talking about he was going to play for the Cowboys and like that. But people forget. People forget about this right here, dude. Oh, what's that? <laughs> what's that right there? Oh, that's the whole day. Look, look, Cotton coming out of there on the run. Oh, Look how big he was, though, dude. Hey, hey, huh? Huge. Hey, hey, you see the yards after the catch, though, to go get that first <laughs> huh? Let me see. What's this? So we call it, oh, that 63 bootleg. Oh, uh, get that first. See that dive forward? I'm just saying. Hey, man. dude, you, I think you could have did it, though. You could have did it. <laughs> now nah, I was too slow. I was yeah. Slow. But nowadays, look, if we think about this, though, right? If we had the things that these kids got nowadays, like I, I just know, like I'm, I, I be watching my kids. What's up, Rito? Uh, Rito, <laughs> I, I be watching my kids, man, and some of the kids on how they're able to train. Mm -hmm. Even in high school now, like they got Vertimaxes and I know that Vertimaxes. Everybody got that. Yeah, but man, they got all this great equipment, man. To to advance, man, we didn't have that in school, man. We didn't mm -hmm. have that, man. We would have been at another level. Man. Especially. <laughs> yeah. So I was talking to you earlier, too, man. I'm like, my kids keep on asking for this thing. They keep on asking for it. But I seen you you kind of, uh, you talking about you you doing this now. Let me pull this up right quick, too. Uh, uh, my bad. I'm trying to get this. Here we go. So we got, we got these Frenchies, uh -oh. man. <laughs> So my kids want my kids trying to get one. So I told I told you earlier I'm I'm gonna have to go ahead and spend the money on them, man. Cause they 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 unique, man. So you I, I said yeah. you into dogs now, man. I know you 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 got me started uh, knowing about the bullies. You the first yeah. one I seen with the bullies. Now you got the Frenchies now. Yeah, man. That's that's come up. That's my that's my that's my thing right there. But you know I got a lot of dogs though, Hog. But the Frenchies are my investment. You know what I'm got saying? You. I, I I damn near didn't went bought them a whole little house. They got For real? yeah. But this this is our house, dog man. I got dogs everywhere. <laughs> We've been having up for seven years, man. Chanel, man. So that's yeah. a, is that what what what? That's a Yoki? Nah, it's a Pomeranian. Pomeranian. Okay, my bad. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This the old lady dog right here, man. Seven years, huh? Yeah, she loved me. She be up. <laughs> I just love dogs, man, because. I mean, we. She the only one that's really allowed to stay in the house. Gotcha. The, the way I'm going about it with the Frenchies, I had to do it different because it's more of a business. But, and I have my Rockwell outside. But the thing is, is that I don't know if people realize, man. But you know, dogs are stress relievers. Wow. Yeah, like this is this is proven. Like you know, studies like. You could you could be stressed out, man, and have a dog on the side of you or put them in your lap and pet them, and it instantly relieves stress. Dogs, wow, are I never knew that. Yeah, it's a true fact. It's a true fact. We learned that in the NBA, man, because when I was in Cleveland, uh, you know, if you have an anxiety or stress, man, they was telling us like they we actually had a dog, and it really worked. Like you could start petting a dog, man, and all of a sudden, like thirty minutes later, you could start feeling yourself. Uh, calming down and everything. Gotcha. So, yeah. Wow, that's crazy. It's it's it, when they say it's man's best friend, they wasn't lying. Yeah. So I got about two more topics, man. I'm a, I'm a, I know you busy, man. I'm gonna let you go. But uh, the next thing I was gonna talk to you about is about um uh, uh I was looking on Stephen Jackson, man. How you, how close you guys are 
and you know he's kind of dealing with the the loss of uh George Floyd, man. So it's just like it's it's crazy how it's happened because it, it's in Houston, Texas. That's where he's from. That's right by us, you know. Right. So I, I have a cousin that went to high school with him and everything, man. So it's it's kind of crazy out there, man. So I, I want to kind of get your thoughts on on kind of the situation right now, man. As man, a black man, man. First of all, man, much much love to Stack Jack, man, and everything that he's doing, man. You know, uh, me and Stack are like brothers, man. I look up to Stack, man, and the way he's doing. Shout out to him and Matt Boys, man, with their podcast, all the smoke. Man, they, it's a great podcast. They doing their own thing, and oh, Lil Hall say she totally agree. Yeah, so you know it's about to happen now. It's a it's a wrap now. Uh-huh. uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, you can't go against the wifey, huh? I can't, man. I try, but it's a wrap now. It's over with. Hey, look. Can't go with her. Hey, you know how it is, man. Half a wife, half a wife. All day. <laughs> All day. But uh, but seriously though, man, uh I gotta I gotta give Steve Jack his flowers, man, to the big bro, the way that he's he's taking a stand because he's not just talking about it, man. He's in Minnesota right now. And man, he gave a, a he going down there and he's really taking a stand. He letting it he's he's not talking about it. He's he's doing it. Yeah. And, and the way that he's going about it, man, and he's speaking, I love the way that it's bigger than in sports. He's he's really speaking out and it's about culture. Yeah. For our culture. And that's and it's it's so dope. And it's hard, man, because I try not to think about that situation too much. I know, man. Me too. You're going in a dark place, and you you find yourself becoming a person that you really not, you know, mm-hmm. because you have so much rage, right? So much, so much, so much madness building up. Watching that video, and then you know, as us as as father figures, man, we watch it. We got kids, and we like, nah, hell nah, man. We not about to let our kids grow up in this, but it's scary. Yeah, man. Scary, man. It's scary for the simple fact that you're not knowing that you leave your house and, and and you and you run through a stop sign and you may not come home. Right. Instead of getting a ticket or you you switch turning lanes without putting on your blinker and you might not just get a ticket, you may lose your life. Like that's that's scary in itself, man. But what what makes it even more scary? Is the is our so-called leader? Yeah, things that he said. It, it was so disturbing. I'm watching CNN last night, like about midnight. You know, I, uh, uh, Don Lemon is one of my favorite guys because yeah. he always speak the truth. Yeah, I'm watching it, and you know they 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 going live out there, which I feel. You know, what I'm saying it may not be right, but part of me is like, go yeah, yeah. Like, then the other part of me, like, man, I just hope nobody get in trouble or get hurt. But a part of me is like, nah, I'm on that. Mm-hmm. But I'm watching the show, and, and all of a sudden, Donald Trump tweets out, like, uh, keep looting, and it's going to basically start shooting or something to that nature. Yeah. I'm like, like, really? Like, like, what are we on, man? Like, you know, it's almost like, is we about to go back to to 50, 60 years ago, like yeah. because it's not gonna be the same. Never, it can't it can't be. Now it's not gonna be that. So it's like, man, how how do we change? It's like how we change is yeah, us as as African Americans and, and even myself as a, a public figure, we can speak up, we can take action, but it's time for like the Tom Brady's and the yeah. and the the Drew Breeses and you know those guys of different color to start speaking up and taking action and setting the example also, and I think other people will follow. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. we need leaders of different races, so especially of the white race, to step up because us stepping up, man, that don't mean nothing. And they gotta I mean, get time too. They gotta get these cops like 30, 35 years too. Nah, they gotta give them life in population. No, gotcha. no, no segregation. Yeah, nah, you gotta get life with in population. Like, nah, you gotta take this punishment. Yeah, we can trust the system because this same dude who just killed this man was at Donald Trump campaign, and he's on stage with Donald Trump. So 
I don't trust the system. Who's to say that he, he can't sneak out the back door of a prison and just move to another country? And we'll never know. We'll never know, man. So at the end of the day, I just get so mad, man, and so angry because I'm watching. I when I'm when I was watching that video, I wasn't I wasn't watching Floyd. I'm watching the cop face. This okay. cop, man. This yeah. Okay. This 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 coward, man. And he was just like, yeah, I'm doing it. So what? And yeah. I'm gonna keep doing it. Like, oh, it, it just aggravates me, man, because it's just like, wow, man, like. This is like, and it's almost like, who's next? What yeah. African American is next, dog? And it's really sad, man. So, you know, you got to be safe out here, my brother. Yes, you, sir. But you got to protect your family yeah. by all means. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? Like, I lose it all behind mine, and you should yeah. be able to do it the same, right? Same thing. Same thing. When it comes down to my family, but now as a whole i'm like nah man something gotta change yeah so that's i, I want to get your uh, uh perspective on that man so last thing i'm gonna do on this man i'm gonna let you go i just want to say thank you man like thank you so much for being a, a good friend man like i said since a grade to now man you always been that lower friend man and i got i got pictures and stuff man from um from when you gave, gave me tickets to the game and stuff man like like you always, you always, you always was treat me good, man. Like I, like it happened like this. Like I, I, I never really called. I called you. You called me when you're in town. You're like how I'm in town. I'm in town. How many tickets you need? And you always give me at least about six tickets. You say need more than that. Let me know. Like you always. I, I think I probably missed one game in your career. When you came to the to, to Phoenix, man. You gave me tickets every time, man. And I never really got the chance to tell you. Like I, I, I really appreciate that. Having a friend that's in the NBA that's, that's big to me. I moved to Arizona. And then to be able to go to your games in the big arena and see you play and be a part of it and win championships, man, it means like you're a friend for me for life, man. Like I, I appreciate you for all that because you didn't have to do that. You know what I'm saying? You didn't have to do what you did, but you always took care of me, made sure like, I came in the back. I met Westbrook. I met Hard. I met KD. I met Paul Pierce. I met AD. I met all those guys because you played with those guys. You made sure I came out there. So from the bottom of my heart, I always want to say thank you, man, for always being a great friend. And I remember the day you got the, the day after you got drafted, you was in the mall and everybody was around you and everything, talking to you and everything. And I, I was gonna go say hi to you, but I did. I kind of kept walking and you kind of looked up, you're like, Hey, Hall, you can't you brought me over there and they say, Hey man, take my number down because I want I want people as real good people uh kind of keep me level here, they kind of get grounded. You gave me your number. I'm like, dang, because we we were cool in high school, but we weren't like hanging out, going to club like you know what I'm saying to uh hang out, but you always seen a good person than me. You gave me your number, and ever since then, dude, you always kept in touch with me. I asked you to do this, this interview with me, and you said, hey, man, no problem, man. Let, let me know when, what you want me to do, and then I'll do it. And, like, right now, you're here, man. So I'm a, right. I am can't I can't thank you enough, man. I want to say appreciate you for being my brother and a friend, man, for life, man, always. Hey, how man, listen, dog, for real, man. I appreciate you, man, because, you know, the love and the support that you've given me through the years, man, yeah. uh, uh, saying, like, it's been tremendous. I'll be saying that's an understatement. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm from the love that you showed me, man. And, you know, the thing is, you don't even know, like, guys like you and yourself, the love and and, and how you've been there in my corner for a long time, brother. Mm -hmm. Like, sitting, like and, and I watch and I know this. Like, mm -hmm. a lot of people from my hometown don't do that, man. Like, yeah. they don't support me like that, man. And so for you to do that, man, you don't even know how much that, that holds weight with me, dog. And, like... Mm -hmm. Got a brother on this end for for life, and yes, really, sir. Dude, I'm like two years past dude. I was being supposed to come on here, <laughs> nah, but I'll 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 be to the side, man. I love you, man. I appreciate you. Love you, you too, man. I'm glad you out there in Arizona, man, living your life the right way, man. With yeah. your family. and by the way, man, the whole po podcast is jumping. I love <laughs> it. I love how you doing it independently, like yeah. man. Dope right there, man. I, I was looking at some of the comments down below. You know, yeah. seem like the people appreciate it. I appreciate it. And yeah. man, I love the way you carry yourself, man. And keep doing the right thing, man. Keep living yeah. the right way, man. And I love you, man, for that, man. And just keep going, my brother. Big Boo. Big Boo. What's up, what's up Big Boo? One of so, the 
So yeah, man, I, I appreciate you, man. For like I said, I can never thank you enough for doing this, man. And I know you're a busy man. The, the one thing I love, man, is like uh, uh I like bragging, you know what I'm saying? I've been to barbershop somewhere and like you was in the NBA, and I said when he retired, I'm like, damn, I can't have it. but now you're on ESPN. So I could I could do that because that's gonna last longer than your NBA career. You know what I'm saying? You always be on there uh, doing bigger things. So I love bragging, let people know I know you. So they be like, no, you don't. I put my phone out, but like, hey, why well, lie about that? You know what I'm saying? So keep right, keep right. keep doing your thing out there, man. Like I said, I'm I'm gonna always support you. And like I said, man, this this podcast gonna gonna make my podcast go to the next level right here, man. So I thank you for this, man. Like I said. It's, it's true love, man. Tell your family I say hey, and I, I, I think after this, after this Corona thing's over with, man, we'll we'll I see you in Houston somewhere. The game with somebody there, I'll hit you up, and we'll, we'll go from there, man. We'll link up, man. But look, I'm on the phone call away, my brother. So yes, sir. Don't hit my line anytime, man. I'm always up. Like I said, I only you know I only talk noise on ESPN in the morning yeah. and piss a lot of people off that don't want to have an open mind to understand it. <laughs> You know, sometimes you got to, you know, one thing about it, man, you can't follow the crowd. You got to move it, you know? Yeah, yeah. That's the way I go about it, in the, in the humble way. But you got to speak how you feel, man. But long as you have your facts to break it, to back it up, I mean, we're going to agree to disagree. That's part of basketball debate. But as long as you're able to lay your head down at night and rest peaceful, don't let basketball stop you from sleeping. Yeah, baby. that's crazy. But now, nah, man, I love you, brother. I appreciate you having me on. You doing something special with your part, and man, you got to bring me on later on, man. Cause hell, the season about to start back up. We about to be going from July to probably September. So I'm right yeah, here. Yeah, we definitely do that. But I had one question, you brought. I had one more last question. I want to have to ask you for you leave is, hey, how how is Stephen A. How is Max? Like Rachel Nichols and kind of talk about your hoop stream uh team too real quick. But I just kind of want your opinion. Cause people look at look at them on TV, but are they really like real cool people? I know you'll tell the truth. Man, they're great people, man. Stephen A. Smith is a great person. He's but he's a very intelligent human being, by the way. Mm -hmm. Uh Max too. Uh and when you talk about Stephen A and Max, I want people to realize how hard it is to do what they do. They're up there for two hours talking about every different sports platform or match. Yeah. Not just, you know, I, I go in there and just talk hoops. They're talking <laughs> football. They're talking, they're talking football, basketball, tennis, whatever. Yeah. Like, you know how versatile you got to be and how intelligent and how much homework you got to be to be able to carry weight for a two-hour show yeah. and eight. Like, that's that's strong. And when you talk about Rachel, man, Rachel and the jump embraced me since day one, brother. Like, when I when I look at them and, and, and how she embraced me with open arms for us, you know, allowing me to have a, a voice on her show, it speaks volumes. Uh, Rachel deserved her show. Her show is one of my favorites. Yeah, hands and, on. And she's a legend in the game. Rachel's been around for a long time. And when you talk about the who streams, Man, that hoop strings is different, man. Yeah. You talk about uh my uh, my host Cassidy Hubbard, man. Like they, they embodied me, man, and embraced me from day one and gave me a platform as a co-host. Like that that speaks volumes in itself, dog. And the way the the from what we took hoop streams to, um man, like last year, man, we took we took who streams from where it was like a crowd of like 200,000. And last year we was 2.6 in the finals to wow. now we, we, even during the pandemic, man, we averaging like 1.8 million views a show. And we only own once a week for 30 minutes. Dog. That's so, crazy. Yeah, man, so, you know, shout out to the whole who streams family of me, you know, Cassidy, man, she's a, she's a star, man. Uh, in in this business, she knows the game from from top to bottom. And shout out to the to the producers behind the scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? He put together a great show. So you know the whole ESPN family, man. They embraced me with open arms, and they gave me a platform, and they believed in me, dog. So you know, shout out to them, man. Because without them, you know, they have to request or they have to accept the guests that come on. So gotcha. before I even signed the deal with ESPN, they allowed me to develop a platform. So I appreciate them. Uh, and, and man, I appreciate you, man, for the Yes, sir. As a real brother, man. So take care of that family, man. I'm going to do. 
I'm a, I'm a wind down man from and, and go hit the gym. I was debating whether or not I was going <laughs> to. I got to go hit the gym. I won't feel right because I know I'm going to cheat the system some type of way. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, you look good, though, man. You're looking good, man. So I, I, I'm still about 70 pounds. I need to drop, though. Oh, but I'm getting there, my brother. You looking good too. I like I like the braids. I see the fresh line up. Just trying to do something new, something I new, you know. Oh, good. But look, keeping ideas back there. I like your collection. I, I see, I see, I see the patent leathers up top. I'm, I'm loving the that's, whole top. Hey, that's the best. That's the best ever, right here. They gotta see, be the top. See, I'm right there. I'm right there. Right there. Just put your point right back. Here. Yeah, that's me right there. I'm, 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 yeah, all day. That's what my closet for. Right. <laughs> but nah, I appreciate you, my brother. For yes, real. sir, man. Like I said again, man. Thank you for being on here, man. I'm gonna let you go to the gym. And like I said, we're gonna do it again, man. So I appreciate you and thanks for everything, uh, Perk, man. For real, for real. Appreciate you, my. All brother. right, man. Hey, tell. Hey, man, tell the wife I said hello, man. Kiss them babies for me, bro. I sure will.